2: Hi, this is the bad
3: boy, Joey Genoa, and you're listening to the Going
4: In Raw podcast. Joey Genoa always goes in This is the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, and you are listening to Going In Raw. Hey everyone, Kenny Omega here. In case you didn't know, we have an awesome kick butt show called Stephen Larson's Going In Raw, and they're gonna be supporting AEW every week amongst you many other things goodbye and smooch good night bye-bye hey friendos, steve here hey lars yeah and welcome back to going in raw the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash steven larson available wherever podcasts can be found and of course taped live at the twitch at twitch.tv forward slash steven larson did the friendos like unsolved mysteries guess what this saturday night myself and the enforcer are going to be trying to solve some mysteries live at the twitch twitch.tv forward slash steven larson we do it unsolved mysteries watch along on the saturdays that were free um so that should be a lot of fun and then uh, also uh if you are interested in listening in the audio realm if you're listening to my voice right now on a podcast app if you're interested in listening to the show ad free no ads, sans ads. You can do that. There's two ways to do that. Number one, for $3 a month, go to goinginraw.supercast.tech and you can enroll in, the, in that membership right there. Or if you want a couple of bonus episodes of Going In Raw and everything ad-free in the audio realm, you can go to patreon.com forward slash Steve and Larson. You also get some bonus videos as well, uh, today we played some Grand Theft Auto. Every Friday we get together with the friendos and we do a bunch of GTA races. It's a ton of fun. It is. And, uh, and we'd love more friendos to join us. Absolutely. More, but better. Indeed. Uh, Indeed. This is the Rampage following All Out. We had one of the matches uh, that was scheduled for All Out, but due to travel issues, didn't quite make the show. And that was Pack versus Andrade. A little bit of intrigue at the end of that particular
3: match. Indeed, indeed.
4: And so. we're going to talk about that in just a moment here. Quick, first, do us a favor if you're watching us on the YouTube. Give us a thumbs up. Hit that subscribe button. If you're listening to us in the audio realm, give us a rating, review, or a comment. Larson, what did you think of Rampage tonight?
3: Um, the opening bout was really, 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 really good. Um it, it's very good. It, seeing how it played out, this is this seemed to be the match they had probably laid out for the pay per view. Because mm-hmm. it was pay per view quality bout. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, sure. It was without a doubt Andrade's best match in AEW. He's only had a mm-hmm. handful. Um fantastic bout. Uh we'll get to the beat by beat uh stuff about it later. But you mentioned the intrigue. So after Andrade picked up the win, he's going up the ramp. He gives Chavo who had just helped him win the match, a hug. And then punches him. Yeah, punches him. So it seems like Chavo is out as Andrade's manager. Someone else, maybe in, probably Ric Flair. Probably Ric
4: Flair. That sounds right. Yeah, it, it seems like I, I, I imagine the you know what we got from that was Andrade wanted to show that he could be the man without Chavo coming mm-hmm. in. Uh, and, uh, and 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 attacking pack with the referee distracted, um, uh, you know I, he had been trying to recruit uh, the current tag team champions, of Lucha Bros. Mm-hmm. So maybe, hey, showing them, look, uh, I'm the man, Soy El Hombre. Um, you know, uh, the, the Chavo, get out of here. You're not needed anymore. I've got Ric Flair. The, my Ooh. favorite. I, I mentioned this during the stream, man. One of my favorite things about. AEW is when they just give these old dudes the mic. And Ric Flair is like prime old dude with a microphone. That's going to be. You never know
3: what you're going to get when you give one of these legends the mic. Whether it's going to be great. Whether it's going to be good. Whether it's going to make sense. Whether it's going to advance story. Whether it's going to leave you scratching your head. Whether it's gonna Sometimes have it's anything, all of those things.
4: Whether it's going to have anything to do with story or not.
3: Yes. No say. We don't know. It's a fascinating <laughs> little experiment AEW is doing here with all that. Um, is, yeah. it, all in all, I understand why they formatted the show as they did. Having Pillman mm-hmm, yeah. cast her main event is in Cincinnati. He's from Cincinnati. Plus, with the post-match angle, you have Mox come out. You get the two uh, hometown guys standing tall to end the show. I get that. However, having Andrade versus Pac, the match that was supposed to be on the pay per view, it I mean that if that felt like the main event bout, you know, yeah, and this, it delivered you know, a look, main event bout.
4: Look, this isn't this isn't me crapping on it. Or you crapping on it. I agree with you. You know, pill, <laughs> I I understand. Look, look. Here's the thing. Just don't have the. I don't care where the match is. Just don't have the hometown guy lose. Just don't do that. But you don't have to give him the main event spot if he's clearly not ready for a main event spot um and uh and and yeah like pack and Andrade that was a really really good match and and like I said with some intrigue at the end so that's a good way to end your show mm-hmm. but uh but yeah no I don't know you know uh we'll, we'll see I think I'm gonna give a, a couple more months see if rampage starts to veer into Thunder territory uh because tonight felt uh, Who's inching inching in that direction? Yeah,
3: you know? you know, I don't know if it's we've seen of late, like outside of the punk episode, the rampage numbers, ratings numbers haven't been great.
4: Yeah, right. Yeah.
3: So, you know, is, is it going to be a situation where they just want that third hour of TV to to, to give them more time to tell stories, mm-hmm. you know, and if the network is happy with the numbers, then everything's fine. Or are they going to start kind of uh, boosting up Rampage with some more star power, some more uh, uh, matches of consequence on the yeah. show to try to draw in more viewers. I don't know.
4: I, I wonder if it's the kind of thing where they understand it's a tough slot, a tough slot Friday night, 10 PM on the East yeah, coast. That's a tough, that's a that tough, ain't tough spot. easy. So yeah. they know they have it. If they want to do something big, like the CM Punk thing, if they want to, they have it. And people will watch yeah they will go to it but on a regular basis you can't bring the good stuff every week and you know that you're already fighting a battle um so there's probably going to be some episodes that are a bit more like thunder i love i love the uh the split screen interview with mark henry i I love that
3: stuff those are always look forward to
4: it just it the entire thing even like the framing graphic visual they have feels like wcw saturday night Mm -hmm. Which was, I think, the first wrestling program. I remember, like, when me, Jeff, and Nate, we all went down to LA because Nate was about to go to college. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We drove down there. Car broke down. We had to shack up in like a Motel Six or something, and uh, we were flipping around. And WCW Saturday Night was on. I think that was like right when I started hanging out, and we were watching. I was like, oh, okay, cool. This is wrestling. Like Harlem Heat was on there. I was like, oh, this is cool. This is cheesy fun. There's a there's a tangent for you. That was Anyways. at uh,
3: the what, Atlanta Sutter State Studios, I think.
4: Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. 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 We had,
3: I mean, we had a little
4: interview with Danielson. It was like a Cole Danielson sort of promo video package Mm -hmm. thing. Uh, We had, uh, you know, the current leading women's feud right now, Britt Baker and her crew versus Ruby Soho, Riho and Statlander who made the save. And that was a fun match. And that was a fun match. Yeah, they're building up Ruby. That's awesome. She's getting a spotlight. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's really good stuff. You know, like I said, they're not all going to be killer episodes, uh, but we're going to review all of them. We're gonna. I, I really enjoy these watch-alongs because um, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, you kind of never know what's going to happen on
3: these rankings. Exactly. Exactly. Let's kick things off with the match to kick the show off.
1: You can host the best backyard barbecue.
3: Andrade El Idolo, taking on Pack, of course, as you mentioned, this was supposed to happen. All out travel issues prevented it. Man, it did it deliver though.
4: Oh, absolutely! These guys were
3: killing
4: each other. It was the, Andrade. Physical. He did that thing where he does like the stomp from like the top to the guy who's like you know, sort of doing a crunch up.
3: But I like this because well, for two reasons. One, he didn't do it in the rink. He did it so they so Pack the apron. And so often we see that situation where the person who's taking the move has to do like a crunch or hold themselves up. It doesn't Mm -hmm. make any sense. Andrade grabbed Pac's arm to keep him... In position yeah. to do the move, and I like that. That's motivating. He I mean, landed that makes right
4: sense. on his. He right landed right on his ass, right on his on tailbone. Floor, that I had like to hurt. hurt. Kind of looked like he's. I don't know if he if he actually slipped, but it kind of looked like his feet got out from under him. But the, yeah, yeah, the These apron, guys yeah. were going crazy in there, man. It was yeah. it was awesome to that, see uh,
3: that spot that Andrade did, where he hits like a slingshot DDT on Pack on the apron, then follows that mm-hmm. with a huge uh, uh, tornado that gets him a two. That was great. The spot yeah. we mentioned, the trio. Woe. Double stomp. They both tumble to the floor. And Andrade's dominating for a good stretch. He gets a split-legged moonsault. That gets the two mm-hmm. count. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he's looking for an electric chair powerbomb off the top. Pack reverses that to a, a, a Frankensteiner. He goes on a run. He's looking to hit a, a sunset flip powerbomb on the floor. Andrade flips out of that. Pack hits the super kick. Goes up top. Uh, Andrade knocks him off the top rope, looking for another double stomp like he hit earlier. Instead, Pack evades that. Hits Andrade with a moonsault to the floor. Then in the ring, a 450. He covers. Andrade grabs the bottom rope. Uh, Andrade's looking for the hammerlock DDT. Pack blocks it. Hits a German suplex, a belly-to-belly in the corner. Crucifix Crucifix bomb. Locks uh, uh, Andrade in the brutalizer. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, not Chavo, but the other dude who comes down yeah. from Andrade to the ring. He gets on the apron with a taser. Yeah. Oof. And so the Lucha Brothers come down,
4: <laughs> and Bryce is like, Bryce sees this, and he's like, he wants to like you know give him the full ref treatment, of like, hey, get out of here! But the dude's got a taser, and he's like, Dzzz. yeah. So yeah. yeah, the Lucha Bros come down, they give him, and hey, hats off to TV direction because they caught every bit of action because it was all bang, bang, bang. Like Lucha yeah. Brothers come down, they pull him off the apron. Cut to the ring because R- Remsburg is distracted. Yeah, Chavo comes in. Wax pack with uh,
3: his iPad, I think, tablet of some sort. I can't confirm it's an iPad, but a tablet of some sort.
4: Goes, I mean, that's an expensive thing. If it's an iPad, it could be. We we were speculating on stream could be a Kindle. Those are like thirty bucks if they're a dollar. Uh, so he hits pack with that, and uh, and then while the Lucha Brothers are super kicking uh, a homie with the taser, and then uh, uh, Andrade gets the win there. Yeah, uh, when Remsburg turns around. Incompetent Remsburg saw that Kingston match. It's a
3: lot. This is a lot to handle sometimes, you know. Yep. Yeah, yeah, dude over here with Taser. You're like, <laughs> obviously, can't have that in the ring,
4: right? That's yeah, that's a, meanwhile,
3: no. you're, you're dealing with that. Someone else runs in, you know, you can't catch everything. It's a it, being a referee seems like a bit of a thankless job, you
4: No, know, It totally does. It's just so much you might become a zombie sometimes.
3: Yeah, we've seen that happen. So, afterwards, we mentioned Andrade. He goes. He's going up the ramp. He's kind of giving Chavo a little crap about helping him win the match. He hugs Chavo and then hits him. And then commentary is really pushing the idea that Andrade is not happy that Chavo intervened on his behalf. He wanted to win the match himself. Um, and so Andrade and the other guy walk up the ramp. Lucha Brothers hit Chavo with, with the stereo super kicks. Put him in the ring. Pac puts him in the brutalizer.
0: Oh yeah,
4: yep. Yeah, they are. Uh... They're, they're a formidable unit, the Death you Triangle, got that right. and they're still that right. together.
3: You got that right. Afterwards, we had a Darby and Sting interview with Tony Schiavone. Uh, they're asked about what Tully said on Dynamite. Uh, Darby calls Sean Spears a generic piece of shit, says he would be nothing without Tully, and then Sting grabs the mic from Tony and just screams.
4: Old man with a microphone. He'd he love says, to see
3: it. He's like, Tully, you get on me for uh, riding coattails. You've been riding Ric Flair and Art Anderson's coattails your whole career said, if you want to go one-on-one, why wait? Let's do it right now in Cincinnati. And Tully walks out. He's like, oh, you want your two-on-one situation. Sting, you've always liked the numbers game, which doesn't make any sense.
4: That doesn't make any sense. This dude, how many many times did we see Sting show up and just start murdering the NWO
3: by himself? Even before that, the Horseman twice betrayed Sting. Yeah, yeah. So His whole
4: career was nothing but that.
3: I know. So while uh, Tully is talking, Sean Spears sneaks in, pulls Darby out of the ring, hits him with a C4 on the floor, and Tully just says, Hey, Sting, be more aware. <laughs> That's a good lesson there. Be more aware. Be attentive. Wins what saying. and, and awareness. awareness. So after that, yeah. we had those, those dueling Adam Cole, Brian Danielson promos. Not a whole lot was really said. Did yeah. Adam Cole, his voice was shot, I think. I wonder kind of, if, yeah, yeah, it did sound like.
4: He was like, uh, the, elite, the, the elite, their design is a bunch of uh, wrestlers who come together. Uh, to See how powerful they are. He trusts Kenny. I trust Kenny with my life, he said, and the Bucks with his life. And then uh, uh, he says, Christian and Danielson are special. Their body of work is undeniable. Well, one of the guys, yeah. Uh, but they think that they can keep up with guys like me. I'm going to wipe the floor with him. I can't wait to see Adam Cole versus Brian Danielson. Christian. And then, too. Uh, yeah, that you know, it's like kind be of a good whatever, match, too. Uh, situation. Uh, Brian
3: Danielson talks next. He says, uh, I'm not going after one member of the elite. Well, first, he kind of pokes fun at their outfits. Um, yeah. He says, I'm not going after one member of the elite. I'm going after one, Kenny. He says, uh, I know how great Kenny is. Reality is, I'm excited to get in the ring and wrestle. I want Kenny to be my first opponent. If he's not, that's fine. I'll wrestle whoever. I'm an AEW, and I'm game. Let's go.
4: Yeah, man. Exciting stuff. Can't wait to see him wrestle everybody except for the Impact Champion. After that, we had Britt Baker, Jamie Hayter, and Rebel versus Ruby Soho, Riho, Chris Statlander. This was a lot of fun stuff. Everybody fun everybody got to get their shit in, mm-hmm. which I always like to see. Man,
3: that 619 that Riho hit on Hater. Oh, my gosh, that was flush. That looked Holy flush. Holy moly,
4: there was a that lot of boot flush. there. Hater looked like her eyes were kind of closed for it because I think she was supposed to be selling the effects of getting kicked into the ropes, and then wham, she's like,
3: oh, ouch. Yeah, that probably hurt. Uh, mm-hmm. That gets Riho a two-count, but then the, the, the heel team isolates Riho for a good stretch, uh, and then Jamie Hader just gets uh, distracted from isolating Riho to punch Statlander off the apron. That allows Riho the chance to get the tag to Ruby, so uh, she goes on a bit of a run. Uh, she tags the Statlander, Hater, then hits a backbreaker on Statlander. Uh, the Brit's team's back in control for a bit until uh, Chris Statlander hits a double suplex on Hater and Rebel. Britt's in. She's looking for a neckbreaker. Statlander counters with a falconero, uh, and then Riho gets tagged in. She gets on Statlander's shoulders to do a double stomp off instead. Rebel covers Brit. She takes the double stomp. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Riho takes out Hater on the floor with the cross body. That was a fantastic sell. It looked mm-hmm. great.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And then Ruby Soho hits <clears throat> the riot kick, wherever they're calling it AEW now, on Rebel to get her team the win.
0: Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your job's projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain, it's hard to find
4: Yeah, I thought it was fun stuff. Um, so, yeah, after that, we had my favorite part of any night, Mark Henry interviewing people. It was a side-by-side. Uh, Castor said he has a problem. People around Pillman calling him great, but uh, he's not going to have his friends with him. But he's going to have, meaning Castor, is going to have uh, his friend Bowens by his side. And then Mark throws it over to Pillman. Pillman says uh, his strategy is to out-wrestle Castor. He says, he can talk the talk. We'll see how. And so we saw. Yeah. He says, and we saw how far that got him. Uh, he says, he's got the home field advantage. He's going to come at him 100 miles an hour. And we did see where that took him because afterwards, you know, Caster, the acclaimed they do their entrance. Caster had the tamest rap entrance. He just ran down the sports teams of Cincinnati.
3: Well, then, and then Skyline Chili.
4: Yeah. Skyline Chili.
3: And then, and then he about to call it, he about to call it poop. And then uh, Bowens took the mic from him. Said there on. I was thin gonna ice.
4: say, sh- yeah, the word, the yeah, yeah. he's gonna say shit. They yeah, say well, shit. Yeah. yeah, say shit. I mean, they say it on TNT. I feel like we can say it on internet. All right, have seen enough. He was, I've gonna, seen he, was,
3: gonna, he was gonna call Skyline chilly shit. Whoa, language, please. Sorry, sorry. My anyway, goodness. this was your main event. Uh, a fun enough match. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, built around getting that baby face heat for Brian Pillman Jr. Uh, He finally makes his comeback uh, and ends up hitting Caster with the springboard lariat for the win after he evaded Caster's finish, the top rope elbow. Uh, Afterwards, Bowens hits the ring to attack Pillman, hits him with a DDT. He's about to blast him in the head with the boom box. Cincinnati's own John Moxley comes out to make the save. He blasts Bowens with the boom box and hits Caster with the paradigm shift after Pillman uh, hits Caster, I believe, with a super kick. And the Um, crowd goes home happy. Yeah.
4: Of course, yeah. Yeah, they got mocks. Uh, they got to be happy about that. Uh, okay, anyways, we got some uh, questions that we can ask. If you're in the Twitch live, hey, you know what? We're going to answer your question here on the yeah, show. Yeah, absolutely. DLW asked, I'm relatively new here. Well, welcome, DLW. Yes, welcome. He says, why does Steve not like Christian? I'm glad you asked.
3: Wow, we're going to be here a while.
4: No, it's okay. I got him covered on Wrestle Juice. There's an entire video uh where it, Steve talks for about 5 minutes about what the Christian beef Christian cage beef is that'd be very Well give careful give with my give, words. give
3: a preview so it's, we have
4: time give a preview uh preview hey friendos welcome back to wrestle juice appreciate you being here be sure to hit that like and
3: subscribe button oh, come on love what you actually said of the show
4: <laughs> um what do i say i don't it's kind of long i don't know there like a preview um I break I'll put it this way, I'll give you a teaser. Well, this at I, least your thesis. What's your thesis? I break K Fabe on it. Interesting. I I, I think I there are, I do have some legitimate beefs, but I think mainly it was just because somebody said he's a Hall of Fame guy, and I was like, uh, I have higher I just have higher criteria for my Hall of Fame. And you're like, no, he should totally be in the Hall of Fame. And I'm like, uh ah. You know, I I don't think half the people in the Hall of Fame should be in the Hall of Fame. My point Hall is, of Fame. my it's point
3: huge. is, by WWE's criteria, Christian is a Hall of Famer. No, no, because you tried to put him in the going in Raw Hall of Fame. I said by WWE's criteria, he's a Hall of Famer. Right, but you tried to put him in the yes, in
4: our Hall of Fame because
3: it's funny for us to argue about it. <sighs> Talk about
4: breaking K Fabe. Are you saying you lack the conviction of being a Christian
3: Cage fan? <gasps> I've never claimed to be a Christian Cage fan. Not once. I've never claimed but that. But you defend him relentlessly. Because it's entertaining.
4: Oh, my goodness. Are you going to join me with the anti-Christian Cage not crusade? All. Not at all. Why not join me? No. Join me, Larson. Because what's the fun in that? <laughs> oh, it'd be a lot of fun ultimate power so you agree he does not deserve an emote here
3: um no i'm not saying that i'm not saying i agree with that <laughs> Wow, i am neither pro nor con Christ, uh, uh, christian cage why uh, words yeah i appreciate his career and so I, you're not a you're not a peep i've said i've i've never claimed to be a christian fan looking for i a a appreciate I and peeps. respect his career i think he's had wow. a hell of a career and yeah the case can be made that he is Hall of Fame worthy.
4: Can I just say right now that we had a bigger revelation on our show tonight than Rampage? This was a bigger storyline. I feel like this was a
3: huge deal. I feel like I've been very clear from the very beginning that I've never been a huge Christian fan. Hey,
4: mods, can we get a pull up? This is a revelation. Yay or nay.
3: This is a massive revelation.
4: Oh, I'm so excited. You're going to join me with my anti-Christian cage. No, I'm not going to.
3: Crusade. I'm not. The anti-peeps are we anti-peeps that, together? Because I respect his career. I respect his career.
4: I respect his career too. He's had a dual career. I do respect his career. And if, um, and if
3: someone made the case that he is legitimately Hall of Fame worthy, not W Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame worthy, I would listen and I would and 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 I would uh, give an audience and and be fair about it.
4: Wow, look at Zoe Canrana. says this is basically Hogan joining the NWO. The anti-peep crew is here, man. Larson's one of us. Yeah.
3: No, don't try, don't try to, to rope me into your think you got going here. <laughs> See, it's it's, it's I'm fun not gonna for be, us to argue. I'm it's not more be party.
4: fun. It's more fun for us to be anti-peeps together, man. No, it's not.
3: There's no fun in that. Someone here's gotta defend Christian, even if it's not hundred percent earnest, you know? Um
4: uh, I will say this though. I will say this. There is a caveat to my anti-peepism. And it's, I think Christian's a very good heel. Yeah. But back when he was a heel, I really liked his work. I just feel like when he's been a face, he he is the master of the low-hanging fruit promo. And even in Impact, one of my points is, even in Impact, what does he do when he's talking about Ace Austin? He, all he does is he calls him short. That's all he can bring. There's a million other routes you can go, yeah. but he calls them short. Um, I've always just been like, well, Edge and Christian show is a legitimately hilarious show. I think Christian is actually a really terrific performer. I think he's a terrific professional wrestler. And as you say, partially for the entertainment sake, I go hard on it. Mm-hmm. But, um, but I do have, I've always felt that he's been a second fiddle guy to edge. I've always just felt, I've never felt that he's really probably got out of his shadow And his last run in WWE when he was just like one more match, one more match, and he had like eighteen different one more matches, yeah, was kind of ridiculous. So, uh, but anyways, it's a funny conversation to have, regardless. Exactly. Oh yeah, look at this. Look at this poll. I got a vote in this one. Wow, seventy two percent. I wow, twenty eight percent say it's not a massive revelation. Yeah, I don't. I don't see why it would be a massive uh, (laughs) revelation. Huge revelation right there. Look at that. Oh, I'm so excited. We're gonna be anti peeps together. No, we're not. (laughs)
0: <laughs>
4: We're not. Oh, man. Uh, highlight some more messages, some more questions for us. I have a thread up here on the Patreon. Yes. By the way, on the Patreon this week, not only did we play some GTA and it was a lot of fun. Uh, we also uh, had an episode of the Numbers Don't Lie. We did Dave Batista edition, which was a lot of fun. We did our going in raw math, which was a tried and true scientific formula uh to determine uh how good pro wrestler is yeah or or not good yeah. um and then on Tuesday we had another bonus episode of our show Power Rank mm-hmm. where we uh power ranked all the most shocking moments in professional wrestling i thought it was a pretty solid list we came up with
3: together. yeah i thought so too i thought so too uh mr breeze says hey guys it's been a while since i've caught a stream i've actually started streaming my dj set on twitch and just hit affiliate this week i hope to raid you guys one night thank you for all you do that's congratulations on hitting affiliate that's very cool
4: that's really cool who is that uh mr breeze 29 name? mr breeze 29 all right hey we're going to follow him and if he's a uh if he is, let uh, me get to the point, to the part where we can. Streaming, and when we're ready man, to raid, yeah. we,
3: we shall raid it. I think Yeah, we we'll right,
4: raid, trust. exactly. Yes, yeah, yes. absolutely. Mr.
3: Bree, is there any like uh, it's, uh, underscores uh, wh- or anything? No, it's Mr. B-R-E-E-Z-E 29. All right. All together. So Edward421, oh, sorry, uh, it says Russell Juice uh, uh, going in raw collaboration. I'm Just Joe asked, wait, does Larson watch Russell Juice? Steve, do you know the answer to that question?
4: i would never expect you to watch a show we have been friends for 25 years you have heard enough of my shit you have to hear enough of my shit for your day job i would never put that on you on i occasion, hope
3: you on, on occasion i'll check i'll check in and see what you're doing on really yeah on occasion i'll check in to see wow what you're,
4: that's really this. cool of you I watched, so i've watched i've nice. watched a
3: couple of the stone cold uh, paper reviews. yeah
4: those are legitimately funny mainly because rob is such a great Editor Rob is a great like, editor. I can come up with some funny Stone Cold stuff, but Rob really makes that something special. There's a brand new one up today, and I'm I'm hoping to get an AEW one. Yeah, uh, done. I can't
3: I can't say I watch every day just because I don't watch like there's nothing on YouTube I watch every day. Um, yeah, uh, but I check it. I keep tabs on what you do, of course.
4: Well, that's cool. Right on. You're like what asinine thing is Steve going to be talking
3: about? I mean, I'd about hear any acid I think you're going to say. I'll hear it here. You know.
4: Well, that's the thing about Russell Juice too. Is that it's a good like here. It's a it's a great conversation we have here at going in raw. Some for some things, it's just it's it's different content to just speak right to the camera and establish a rapport that way. And going in raw is Steve and Larson. It's not just Steve. It's not just Larson. It's both of us.
3: Yeah, it would exist. So that's what Russell
4: us, Juice. Yes. is. Yeah. It sort of uh, scratches that particular itch.
3: Uh, D Hayes, it's so hard to believe that WB had all this talent and wasted it. Even Christian has had a good match, thanks to Kenny.
4: Yeah, man, thanks to Kenny, absolutely. He's had two of them.
3: Yeah, he's had two really good matches with Kenny.
4: Uh, let's see here. Uh, over on the Patreon, we've got uh, ah, Steve Klain says, do you think Bullet Club will ever invade AEW? If so, when? That shit is happening in 2022. I have been the, the master of prognostication over the past couple months and uh, that's going to happen. There's going to be a super card in 2022. That
3: shit is happening. Well, keep that in mind when we do predictions for next year. Absolutely. Uh, prime joy of bearding. Do you believe in the idea that Miro's gamer gimmick was lame on purpose so that, so that way his redeemer gimmick would be more impactful? I'm not going to say it was a purposeful thing to do a lame gimmick for Miro at first. I don't know if they really knew what they wanted Miro to do when he first came in. They gave him something that would keep him involved. And and AEW has had a, 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 done a good job of when someone comes in. They give him something to do for a bit. And then to kind of get him acclimated with their audience. they probably get that wrestler acclimated with how they do things. And then with the time they, they think is right, then they'll actually start doing a real story with them. I think that's mm-hmm. been a relatively established pattern. Mm-hmm. Not across the board with people they bring in, but we've seen it a few times. Yeah, um, no, I agree with you. It, it wouldn't shock me at all if uh, if
4: Miro... You know, we always come up with good questions that I think are perfectly within reason. We really need to start asking questions of those media calls, man. Hey, this is Steve from uh, <clears throat> Going In Raw. From what? Going In Raw. What's your <laughs> question, Steve? Do you think Miro was...
3: Do you think Miro liked video games when he showed up? <laughs> well, he he plays video games on his Twitch channel, Steve, of course. Hit you! <laughs> yeah, I know. I <laughs> would <But>
4: just <me>. sneak. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, is, is that a fan me. in the background? <laughs> yeah, I'm taking a shit right now. Yeah. <laughs> taking a crap during
3: this video <laughs> crawl. You dropped your phone. Did, did you drop your phone? Sorry. Wrap it up here. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, i need to go. I dropped my donut. I
0: dropped my
3: <laughs> Yeah. Oh, clowns. I know. Shane's birthday tweet. I got to see Edge <laughs> wrestle live tonight. In two weeks, I get to see CM Punk again. Two of my favorite wrestlers ever with the plus of seeing Omega live for the first time. 2021 is insane wrestling-wise. That it is.
4: Well, good for you. David <laughs> Matushek. No, that should be a lot of fun. That's, yeah, that's I, awesome. I'm, that's I'm awesome. envious Shane's birthday tweet. Uh, David Matushek, do you think that diminishing returns could set in after too much CM Punk
3: exposure? I don't think it's after too much Punk exposure. I think if they don't start telling stories that reveal layers behind this current iteration of CM Punk, that's when it will get stale. If he comes agree, out every week and is doing interesting stuff, it's not going hey, to or but Or if he comes out f- as Greeter... <laughs> Every week, it's going to get stale. What a great show we've
4: got tonight for you, everybody. Adam Cole. Who loves Adam Cole? You you guys love Adam Cole, right? Hey, Bay, right? He's going to be in action tonight. Yeah. My name's Phil. Uh, let's see. Here. Hey. Uh, the yellow flash. Will Andrade have another manager? Oh, yeah. We talked about that. It's totally going to be Ric Flair. If anybody can convince the Lucha Bros to join Andrade's thing, it's going to be Ric Flair. Give that old man a microphone. Woo, wheel and deal.
3: Uh, Crispy, McGrizzle. grizzle. It's a question for Steve. What is the super early prediction for the main event of All Out 2022, given the current state of the country? Co- uh, company, sorry, company. Steve, what is the All Out 2022 main event? You tweeted about it. Jericho Steen? That shit is a, it might, okay, so it might
4: not main event. Yeah, probably won't
3: be the main event.
4: But that shit is happening all out 2022. That shit is happening. Happening. I'm trying to think. I'm going to get it slightly off. It's going to be like a revolution or it's going to be at uh, the one before. But Jericho Steen, they're going to run that back from the list of Jericho stuff because that was some of the most popular shit. And if they're smart, AW would hire Jimmy Jacobs to help consult on it because he
3: was the writer behind that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. <clears throat> uh, it'll be it'll be Hangman Page against somebody. I,
4: it, I would hope I would hope that maybe it would be uh, Hangman Page versus CM Punk. Yes. Because I I so apparently I've not seen this, but our, our good friendos over at Wrestle Talk um, uh, want Punk to go heal, and I think I personally think that. Give him about a year of, you know, he's trying to, he's happy to be there, Phil to right be their now. Phil, yes. But he has to realize very quickly that he's not going to be able to line up these fun little dream match exhibitions like he's got with Darby. There's going to be people gunning for him like Team Taz, but hopefully a bit more dangerous. Yeah. You know, right after Team Taz, knowing them, you got Archer out there and he lays out Punk. He's going to be, it's going to be no country for old men for Punk. That's and gotta then. Be. About a year later, maybe in the build to, to all out, he goes heel, turns on Hangman or whatever. Uh, maybe you have an odd couple where Hangman loves beer and Punk is the straight edge guy, and so you have the, the 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 odd couple type situation. Everybody loves it, and then Punk turns on Hangman and said, "Hey, in the end, that's what I want that title." So mm. you get Hangman versus Punk at a, at all out, maybe.
3: Yeah, yeah. Uh, is this? like Michael without an L, Mike Micah, two seven three one with the sub. Thank you so much. I'll we'll make sure. I, I hope I got your name right. Don't want to mess it up. Thank you.
4: Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. D Hayes says, "I hope MJF gets the first win on Punk. I think they need to have that feud. Yeah, that's that's the feud that I want to see too. Pinnacle versus Punk.
3: Yeah, that'd be good. That would be good.
4: Uh, let's see here. Uh, uh, Black Beast says, "I always hated." the triple threat match between Omega versus Abushi versus Cody because of Cody. If they just had Kenny versus Abushi, what do you think?
3: They, uh, Kenny and Coda have been clear that they will only do a one-on-one bout at like a really huge event. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like Tokyo dome. Yeah. Maybe that's yeah. the square garden. It's gotta be yeah. a huge show. That's the only mm-hmm. way they, they said they'll ever do another one-on-one match.
4: Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. El Needso says, Hey Brendo's been a fan since the Ten for the Wind Days and followed the pod since the very first episode. Fell off the wrestling train last year due to COVID and a career change, leave me less time to watch every week, and I fell out of the podcast loop too. Just started watching again. My first stop for a crash course uh and all I'd missed in eighteen months was you guys, and I'm super glad to see you guys still growing. It's genuinely great oh, to see you. Oh, thank you so
3: much. Thank you so much.
4: Well, thank you very much. We appreciate it. That's going to do it for us today for our Rampage review. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Our SmackDown uh, uh, recap is also going to be live on the channel, uh, either before or after this. We're not exactly sure because we just sort of do it, and then whatever happens, happens. But uh, it's definitely going to be up tonight or first thing in the morning when you wake up. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Twitch stat, stick around. We're going to do the SmackDown thing in a second. Until next time, we'll talk to you later.
3: Goodbye.
1: You can host the best backyard barbecue.